0: straight line shackle and
1: chain old oh, gruesome gertie
0: is calling my name there is no mercy in this penitentiary just ask the hill string gang wrangle Welcome back to Bloody Angola podcast, 142 years in the making, complete story of America's
1: bloodiest prison. And I'm Jim Chapman, and I'm Woody Overton. And Woody, tell us what we're talking about today. Well, yeah, y'all, this you, this might be a little controversial, or Jimbo, because what we're I'm no looking, stranger to that. Yeah, and, and once again, well, we'll say swim, or I don't even know what the acronym would be for. You find in this shit, <laughs> but <laughs> but it says confidential, and we always told you we we're gonna bring bring you different stuff, and I think this is fascinating because, of course, I'm always fascinated with the death penalty and everything else that happens. But what we have for you, and I'll read it, uh, the title, which is the Louisiana State Penitentiary Execution Manual Holders, uh, uh, and it's. Basically, y'all, we're going to be talking about all the steps and, and at, everything has to be lined out in order, right? There's, I mean, again,
0: Especially for executions, executions because use, those are it, it, so it, legally right.
1: tracked, right, right? I guess you right, could right. say. And, and it's a lot that leads up to it and a lot that goes into it. But a lot of this is really, really interesting. Some of them we're going to skip over because it's just self-explanatory. But it says confidential. Now uh, – Evidently, it's not that confidential because it's on the Internet, right? <laughs> so it's not like we broke into Angola and stole their shit, y'all. Right. We came off the Internet in um, – very interesting. So let's start with the uh, executions, and we're not going to give all the phone numbers for the people that, <laughs> that are on the yeah, team and everything out else there. there. But there's a chain of, can, uh, chain of command and execution. Of course, the governor has the final say-so, and under him his general counsel and his, his public, PIO, public information officer. Under that, you have the secretary of the Department of Corrections and deputy, deputy secretary, chief of operations, their general counsel, Director communications, then it goes down to the warden of Angola and deputy wardens and uh, the deputy warden security and programming. Then it goes down to public information officer. Naturally, they have to, you know, deal with the media and all that. Um, And then victims. Uh, witnesses and inmate witnesses, because you get to have both sides, and they're sitting on opposite sides of the room. And, of course, under the deputy board of security is the execution team and then the sheriff of West Louisiana Parish. Why would you ask for that? Because technically it is a homicide. But yeah. the, the Louisiana state of Louisiana is, is doing or carrying out the homicide. So, uh, the, y'all, I can – You know, again, we didn't get this direct from Angola, but I've seen these type of uh, Department of Corrections um, memos, if you will. It talks about the purpose is to set forth procedures to be followed for the lethal injection of those who condemned offenders that are sentenced to death. And it talks about who it applies to, which is all the people I told you all about and the inmates if they're female, which is only one now, um it's one at Frank. This is the policy. It is the Secretary's policy the department shall carry out the death penalty in accordance with the the provisions of Louisiana revised statutes. So y'all that's the law. All execution processes shall be performed in a professional, humane, sensitive, and dignified manner. Execution shall be conducted at Louisiana State Penitentiary, otherwise bloody Angola And the warden of that facility is responsible for carrying out the death sentence on the date established by the sentence in court. All right. So the next rule is incarceration prior to execution. Well, it says male offenders sentenced to death shall be incarcerated at Bloody Angola, and female offenders sentenced to death shall be incarcerated at the LCIW, all of this, the women's president in St. Gabriel, Louisiana, until the time for execution. The warden shall incarcerate the offender in a manner affording maximum protection to the general public, self explanatory, and the employees of the department uh, in the security of the institution. And female offenders shall be transported to the Louisiana State Penitentiary for execution as defined by the secretary. And i can tell you that means they're going to move them to the death house, just like they do the males. Uh, Also, it has a section on mental competency. Basically, y'all have heard us talk about that. You can be executed um, if they say you are
0: mentally incompetent.
1: Yeah, right. So the death warrant. The death warrant, y'all, comes down from the courts, but it says upon receipt of a death warrant, The secretary, being the secretary of the Department of Corrections, shall send written notification, including a copy of the warrant, to the following. The warden at at Angola, the warden at LCIW, if appropriate, the women's president, the condemned offender, through the appropriate warden's office, the governor, through the governor's executive council, etc., the clerk of uh, each court of appeal, and the chairman of the Louisiana Board of Pardons. And it goes on it says that communications. The secretary shall establish a direct and encrypted communication system with the governor's office that ensures the secure communication of information related to the condemned offender. And it goes on, i uh, get some more of that. Now to the media. The media may contact the warden.
0: Yeah, and and when you're talking about media, obviously y'all. Anytime there's an execution, really anywhere in the United States, the media uh, plays a big role in that. Right. They they are all covering that. That's right. it's not something that happens every uh, you know every day, and and of course with the political ties to things like uh, executions, um, the media is all over it. So it, uh, some other things that the media do relative to the rules that they have to follow and there's one of them here that says if the warden condemned offender and attorney consent they can interview and uh but you have to schedule a time convenient for the institution so right. i've seen interviews in the past with with people who uh were eventually executed and uh and the media is allowed to go in and interview them, assuming that the warden and, uh, and the offender and the offender's attorney grant that. It. Right, right. Uh, should should the demand for interviews be great? So if it's very, very high profile right. and you've got twenty different outlets wanting to interview with this individual. The warden may set a day and time for all the interviews in one day Mm -hmm. to kind of knock them all out. And then he may specify whether the interviews shall be conducted individually or in like a press conference fashion. If there's too many requests, obviously you can't fill all those requests. So you may say, well, we'll do a press conference. Everybody can be in the room at the same time and ask questions. I've never seen it press conference style nah. with the actual condemned, nah. personally. But it, you, you know, it's possible. Um, no employee, including the employee witnesses to the execution, except for the secretary or of prisons or the warden or someone they designate, shall communicate with the press regarding any aspect of the execution. Right. So they're trained; they know how to speak. Right to the press and uh, and so that's they don't want yeah. you know C.O. Hayes who just right. started at right. Angola and two he, months ago said, to go oh, out there he and, and talk about right. he was yeah, his th- hair was on fire yeah, was something
1: flopping around on the right door, yeah
0: yeah. they're trained to,
1: and, do, and generally they do, they just, in what it's to say. real short and sweet uh, and such and such was condemned to death and he died or was pronounced dead at such such time
0: that's right and you may wonder about visits and we'll tell you a little bit about that Uh, And of course, in the past, we've covered cases with Sister Helen Prejean, where she would visit the condemned just prior to them being uh, executed. And the warden can approve those special visits for the condemned offender. Uh, The condemned offender shall not be required to visit with non-staff visitors that the condemned offender doesn't wish to see. So if it's a family member that maybe he's estranged from and they want to see him, He can say no, and and you can't make him, right? Right. So, uh, the condemned offender also shall be allowed visits with family, friends, and private clergy as approved by the warden. Visits will normally terminate by 3 o'clock p.m. on the day of the execution, except visits with a priest, minister, religious advisor, or attorney. You remember we told you about Sister Helen Prejean up until the time that – uh, the condemned was We've walking down the hall. The yeah, she was walking. It, they she was they'll, with
1: let, they'll let them sit and pray with him, and they'll take them out and put them in the
0: room, and they then they do the death walk. That's right. And uh, so there's a lot that goes into when someone is say 30 days out from an execution. There's a lot that goes into that. Uh, the execution team, as they call it, begin, begins conducting training exercises. They actually drill you know, where they're going to strap them down right. to apply uh, if you're the, doing lethal injection like in an Angola's and, case. And they'll have
1: a correctional officer that plays the part of the inmate, uh, and they come in uh, more commonly referred to as a tie-down team that uh, of, amongst correctional officers. And they they know exactly what they're doing. Each person has a certain area to grab and everything else.
0: Yeah, and they, uh, they also – have a minimum of once per week that they drill that from 30 days out all the way up. So they should have four drills or training exercises prior to that actually taking place. And then 14 calendar days prior to the scheduled execution, the secretary of prison shall give either written or verbal notice of the date and time of the execution to the victim's parents, or guardian, spouse, and any adult children who have indicated they desire such notice, the named party shall be given the option of attending the execution. Within three days of receipt of notification, the named party shall notify the secretary's office, either verbally or in writing, of their intention to in, uh, attend. So they send right. out those notices at least two weeks prior to that, uh, to that execution. And the warden at... Louisiana State Penitentiary shall have the condemned offender com- complete the request for clergy witness instructions for disposal of property and funeral arrangements so they I mean yeah, that's got to be freaky not you not know you, all the way through. You, yeah you, you're 14 days out and now you're making your own funeral yeah, arrangements yeah, well. Now, approximately 10 days prior to the scheduled execution date, the warden shall notify the following individuals of the date and time of the execution. The Louisiana State Police, the West Feliciana Parish Sheriff, the West Feliciana Parish Coroner, the Condemned Offenders Clergy Representative, and the Secretary shall select media representatives, uh, basically those in the media that are allowed to be in to witness that execution. Approximately seven days out of the execution date, uh, the secretary shall notify the warden of the witnesses, the names of the witnesses selected. And approximately seven days out, the warden shall order that the condemned offender be constantly monitored. A log, get this, y'all, this is very interesting, a log entry must be made every 15 minutes that must include movement, mood changes, meals served, showers, telephone calls, etc. Yeah. That's when they move them to the death house. Yes. And in 5 calendar days prior to the execution, access to the lethal injection room shall be restricted to only people uh, approved to have access to that room. Right. Approximately 12 to 36 hours prior to the execution, the condemned defender shall be transferred from death row and housed in the execution building. The 15-minute log shall continue to be maintained, and the following events shall take place upon the condemned arrival's execution. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash Angola. And watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash Angola.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter
0: the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, com or just stop by. Granger
1: for the ones who get it done. Well, so basically, y'all, then uh, the deputy warden uh, or chief security at Angola s- assigns security personnel to staff entrances, entrances and uh, checkpoints. And the deputy warden shall ensure that the condemned offender's property is inventoried in front of the condemned offender. Y'all imagine that, right? Yeah. So they could say, I want to send this to um, – Wow. Then they get to say, I, I want to give this to whomever, a family member, other inmates, whatever – um, all communications equipment shall be tested, including primary and secondary communication with the governor's office. That's in case they get the reprieve at the last minute and they can't say the governor was calling and give them reprieve, and and the phone didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was busy. Yeah, in uh, the secretary's office and the Louisiana State Police Command Center on the morning of, in one hour prior to the scheduled uh, communication uh, execution. They make sure it's all working, y'all, back to the lines of communication. And the warden at Angola shall receive updates from security personnel on crowd control demonstrations, et cetera, as needed. Now, every execution is advertised and will be on the news, and you always have the people protesting outside the gate for and, and against the death penalty. So in the first states, the deputy warden um at LSP shall breathe the warden and, and on tension level with the prison population as needed. Now, this happens any anytime they put everybody on lockdown when they do executions, and because they don't want riots and stuff like that, right? And the, the, naturally, the emotions are high; they're they're sure. killing one of their own. Um, and the warden shall advise the secretary of any unusual activity. All right, time and place. The execution shall take place at the Louisiana State ten, Penitentiary between the hours of 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. All right, witnesses. The witnesses shall be over 18 years of age, and all witnesses shall agree to sign the report of execution. The execution shall take place in the presence of the following witnesses. The warden, or his designee, the coroner for West Louisiana, a physician chosen by the warden. Actually, somebody's got to say they're dead, right? A competent person selected by the warden to administer the lethal injection, which is interesting that, you know, you you never know who it's going to be. A priest, minister, or religious advisor, if the offender so requests. So not less than five nor more than seven other witnesses are required by law to be present. The witnesses shall be selected as follows. Three of the witnesses shall be members of the news media selected by the secretary from the following categories: represented from the Associated Press, a rep from, uh, selected from the media persons requesting to be president. So all of them, a lot of them, requested, and that they, they just pick whomever, right? yeah, by lottery system, whatever. Um, yeah. So, and one of them is going to be present from the parish where the crime was committed and a represent, representative selected from all other media persons request to be present. So that's how they get the three. These witnesses must agree to act as pool reporters for the remainder of the media present, meaning they have to share their shit, y'all, and meet with all media representatives immediately following immediately follow an execution. That's where the press conference comes in. And up to two witnesses may be victim relationship witnesses, if more than two victim relationship witnesses desire to attend the execution, the secretary can select um, from the interested parties the two victim relationship witnesses who shall be authorized to attend. So basically, it's the same amount, but of a whole bunch of the victim's family members want to the work the. the Secretary of Department of Corrections gets to choose who it is, all right? And the remaining witnesses shall be selected by the secretary. So witnesses are not required to be citizens citizens of the state of Louisiana, and all persons selected as witnesses shall sign that same um, agreement by witnesses to the execution prior to being uh, put in the execution room, all right? So what happens? The execution team. The warden at Angola shall appoint and remove all members of the execution team at his discretion. The execution team shall consist of the warden of Angola, an escort team, consisting uh, consistent escort team leader, and at least six additional members, and an IV team, very important, uh, consistent of an IV team leader and a single IV team member. So,
0: yeah, and we'll get into that. So the ex- escort team uh, is all uh, correctional employees with the training and experience of escorting secured offenders on behalf of the department. So you got, look. They're escorting you to the death chamber, right. and, and there's all kinds. Even you know, they, you might freak out. Even though they select them, they have to volunteer to be selected.
1: They, yeah, they, they're just not picking Sally Sue out of the tower and saying you got to be on the escort team.
0: Yeah, and they have they have specific training for that, right. and then the IV team. You have an IV team leader and an IV team member, and they shall be individuals with at least one year professional experience in the following specialty areas one, botanist, uh, two, emergency medical technician, three, paramedic, or four, military corpsman with uh, training in filiobotany. So the members of that IV team must remain certified in their profession and must fulfill any continuing education requirements of their profession. So they're they're not just again letting someone from no, the guard shack no, no. go down there and inject yeah, or push a put, button or, but, or whatever. The main thing is inserting IV.
1: Remember yeah. the story we had on the inmate that um, that. I, maybe it was out of Alabama. Yeah, the one out of Alabama where mm-hmm. they tried for like two hours to
0: find couldn't a vein. Find couldn't vein. find a vein. Yeah. So they want, obviously, a professional in that situation. And the execution team must have participated in a minimum of at least two practices uh, prior to participating in the actual execution. Now, you might wonder what kind of training the ex- execution team gets. So we're going to give you a little bit of their training schedule. When no execution date has been set, okay, so there's no executions on the books to be uh, held, the members of the execution team shall train at least once every six months at a time established by the warden. The escort team and the IV team may train independently of the other members of the execution team. When the execution date has been set, The execution team shall train at least weekly at times established by the warden. So if you're 30 days out, like we said, you're going to get four training sessions before the actual execution. Uh, Training required. In addition to qualifications, other qualifications, the execution team shall train as a whole when the training schedule requires weekly training. Members of the team shall participate in training as a unit. And in one or more drills with all members uh, enacting their individual responsibilities. Right, and
1: I hate to equate it to like a NASCAR pit crew, but they get it down to where
0: it's seamless. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, muscle memory almost. Right. Uh, all training of the members of the execution team shall be documented. It's very important that they have actual evidence of of the training and the execution procedures that follow that the execution shall be conducted in accordance obviously with all that training no cameras or recording devices either audio or video shall be permitted in the execution room the witnesses shall enter the witness room where they receive a copy of the condemned offenders written last statement Uh that's interesting and i did not know that uh if if he oh, issues geez, one. He doesn't right. have to. And that's the or, case. The audio or, or she something goes out to you, right? Right. And the condemned offender shall then be taken to the lethal injection room by the escorting officers. Once in the room, the condemned uh, condemned offender shall be afforded the opportunity to make a last statement mm-hmm. if he desires. Some do. Some don't. He shall then be assisted onto the lethal injection table and properly secured to that table. Once the officers exit the room, the warden shall close the curtain to the witness room and signal the IV team to enter. Oh, yeah. right. The IV team then enters uh, enters and prepares the condemned offender for execution and exits the room. The warden team then reopens the curtain. So imagine that. That curtain closes, nothing's hooked up to him. When it reopens, he's hooked up to everything. And they're also protecting
1: the identity of the people who actually insert
0: the IVs. Yes. Uh, The persons designated by the warden at the warden's direction shall then administer by IV injection the appropriate substance in a lethal quantity into the body of the offender until he is deceased. Right. So... The, the, the execution takes place and then you've got a bunch of stuff that goes on post-execution. Mm-hmm. So at the conclusion of the execution, the coroner or his deputy comes in and they pronounce the condemned offender dead. Right. The warden shall advise the secretary that the coroner has pronounced the condemned offender dead. Right. The secretary then advises the governor that the execution has been carried out. Right. The witnesses shall be escorted from the witness area. Mm-hmm. The body of the condemned offender shall be removed from the room, and disposition of the body shall be in accordance with arrangements made prior to the execution at the condemned offender's request. And the warden then makes a written report citing the manner and date of the execution, which all of the witnesses as well as the warden signed. So he can't put whatever he wants. Everybody has to sign that that witness that. The report is filed with clerk of court in the parish where the sentence was originally imposed. So that's after that execution of that particular individual. So y'all, let's go back and talk about it for a
1: minute and break it down piece by piece. Okay. The um once I V is inserted, they reopen a curtain, they will read the death warrant out loud um, and they'll give them the chance to say the last words and some don't say anything and some might curse and some might say whatever right uh, but it's their last words and then the warden gives a nod and the buttons are pushed the you cannot see who it is that's putting pushing the buttons that's not the, if they're behind a wall and so no one knows right uh, and once they the coroner comes in and pronounces them dead, the physician is in there naturally, and they, and they say it's the Moharbi, whatever. And they call in the coroner. Coroner verifies that the, the the inmate is in fact dead. Then they'll close the curtains back. Everybody has to sign the war, the papers, like Jim said, and then they will bag and tag the body. Uh, um, and now. Most of the people at Angola have been there, like these people that are about to start being executed again by the new governor, that forever. And they don't even have people that can come witness, or certainly can afford to, you know, put out a burial, uh, which costs as much as a new car nowadays. And, and a lot of them are buried, as we told you in previous episodes, at, at Point Lookout and in by coffins that the inmates make, et cetera. So it's a you know real detailed lengthy process and you know the sheriff is there um everyone's there and they make everyone sign it so that nobody can come back later on and say oh it was cruel and it was unusual or you know y'all did this
0: and you um disrespected him
1: in this way or whatever.
0: Right. And certainly, you know, you're going to expect, and this happens in executions all over the country where you, they protest the death penalty, right? Anti-death. Penalty. And, yeah. and you're certainly going to have that there at the facility. And there's a, there's actually a place for those people right. to no, stand and, outside
1: and, and just as well as, as the ones that are pro-death. Penalty. That's right. And they keep them separated. you all outside the front gates of bloody Angola and, in the, uh, and they'll come out at some point and and say the execution is complete. And then, you know, they passed at whatever time the coroner calls it. And that's another reason a coroner comes in. Physician can say no no longer breathing, no longer has a heartbeat. Coroner has to come in and say, okay, then he's officially dead at 6 or 7 p.m. or whatever. Right. And, uh, and that's what goes on the on the death certificate, too. Yeah, at the, the
0: time. Yeah, pretty wild stuff. And you know, you may wonder, well, what if it's a woman who's because they house those at Louisiana Correctional Institute for Women, LCIW, is it known, as it's known? Uh, and just quickly, those offenders, you know, everything is pretty much the same as far as procedure, except for. Uh, When those offenders, those female offenders, receive that death sentence and they're incarcerated at LCIW, uh, they house them in a block known as the Leo cell block at LCIW. And uh, on the day of the execution, that's that's actually when they transfer them to Louisiana State Penitentiary. So they actually got to take that bus ride, which has got, you know, I'm sure agonizing. Right, yeah. um, Because you know that you're going to be your last ride for all intents and purposes. But outside of that, pretty much the process stays exactly the same. Now, something that is interesting uh, is the amount of of paperwork involved in one of these things. Uh, They actually have, and I have copies of, of, uh, of when death warrants are signed. For example, I have one here that, that is to, this is when Bobby Jindal was governor of Louisiana. And just to tell you what they say, uh, it says, Dear Governor Jindal, in accordance with, uh, and they read the revised statute, please find a enclosed copy of the original death warrant. This warrant was signed by Judge Judge. Insert judge's name on insert date. And the execution is scheduled for insert date uh, and will advise you of any updates. So they send that out to make sure the governor knows, because at that point, only the governor can stop that execution. Uh, So definitely he needs to be made aware that it's going to take place uh in addition to that they have papers that they send out to the uh to the warden at the penitentiary at Louisiana State Penitentiary at that mm-hmm. time, uh, with what we told you, clergy requests, right. Right. funeral arrangements, all those Anything sorts of things.
1: You do. State government has a shit ton of paperwork, and it, I can
0: especially admit, you know, in a situation like this, like this, this. right? Yeah, you don't want to drop the ball on uh, on having all your ducks in it, a row. It, and the reason they to have the all these forms execution. is because in
1: the past. Something's been messed up, or something's been challenged.
0: And you know, here in the in the state of Louisiana, and I know we've talked about this before, and Woody's talked even a little bit about this on Real Life, Real Crime. But with the new uh, leadership at Governor in the state Mm -hmm. of Louisiana, the being uh, such a a uh, focus on crime, yeah, uh, Yeah. with this new governor, and you know, you're gonna probably see those executions rolling through at a high rate. It's
1: coming. In in Alabama, just uh, successfully completing the first one. Pure nitrogen. The uh, anyway, the the Louisiana is now looking at that as a possibility, also as as are several other states. And so, uh, some some other states have already approved; they just hadn't used it yet. But Jeff Landry was the attorney general. Y'all, you have to keep this in mind. It's not a political show, but the attorney general being the top law enforcement officer in the state. He knows every one of these cases. He's he's seen them. He's read them. His people have briefed him on them, and he knows the true horror and the evil in it. And he's going. More importantly, he is a, he's just a big believer in the law, following the letter of law. What the judge says and what the people voted on. They, I mean, and what the
0: law states, he's going to carry it out. He's going to carry it out. And he even made some statements, y'all, at a at a recent press conference where he said, you know, the the people have already spoken, right. and that's why these individuals are in the position right. that they're in. And he considers it his responsibility to right. carry out the wishes right. of the people, right. and also, you know, uh, he made it. He looks at it as the state of Louisiana made a promise to those victims' families. Right. That's right. And I'm not going to break that promise. Right. Another thing is the
1: also. I mean, he is proponent of following the law, but on the flip side of that is uh, to the advantage of the offender, mm-hmm. he follows the appeals process. And it, yes. uh, they go for 20, 25, however many years. So right. he's not going to do it. Is you know, He's not going to rush something, right? He's going to make sure all avenues have been exhausted in court. All appeals have been exhausted. But ultimately, that last call is going to come down to him. That's right, and, and I bet you in the execution execution chamber, that little phone on the wall is not going to be ringing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it would. It would have to take a remarkable piece of yeah, yeah. To something. Pop up. No, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If something. If something came for it, or something, some miracle thing, or whatever. Look, we're not. I, we don't want anybody to be executed incorrectly, but I believe that the people spoke, and I believe in the process, and I know a lot of people. Hate the idea of, of the death penalty, but you haven't seen what I've seen, and and I'm telling you, I don't care how big a proponent or or opponent you are of the death penalty. If the shit that I've seen happened to anyone
0: that you love, you'd be flopping sides. Right, and uh, you know, by the time that that execution takes place, all those appeals have been exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty plus years. Yeah, like. I mean, when it gets when you're getting to thirty days out, they don't have any appeals left, right, and short right. of a flat out miracle, and look, y'all, have there been people that have uh, have been on death row and then been exonerated? Yep, yes, absolutely. but it is ex- so rare you wouldn't believe it. But, but but that goes back to my point
1: of the appeals process. I'm not against it. Yeah, I, I think it takes too long, but I'm not against it because the, somewhere during that appeals process, they got DNA evidence or they got whatever, and they overturn the conviction or at least got him off a of death row. Yeah, and, and they're like, mm, "There's maybe not not enough here to um, say so you're not guilty," but. Right, with, and that's with, usually with, with, where, uh, what uh, will uh, happen. We'll, we'll, we'll give you life in prison instead. And they're glad yeah. to get it because they know they're guilty as hell and that they, they just happen to beat it. Not beat it, but happen to put such conflict on on appeal that they're like, okay, I'll take that deal.
0: Yeah, maybe, uh, they, maybe they find someone that, you know, they'll find something in that court record that shouldn't have happened, and it doesn't mean the person didn't do it. It just... What they'll do is they will uh, try it and go through, uh, put the family and everybody through it all again. Yeah, they'll offer clemency and give that person a life sentence versus mm-hmm. uh, versus you know the death penalty. But it doesn't mean they're out of jail. It right. Doesn't right. mean they didn't do it. Right. It just means there was the a A lot of somewhere. people
1: that are dying in Angola not by execution that were slated for execution.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For Indeed. that very reason. So that is, uh, we th- we wanted to bring that to y'all today. We thought that was really interesting. The process of, uh, of preparing to die, preparing for that execution, uh, from the staffs, uh, you know, eyesight, I guess. yeah,
1: Basically the, the rules and the procedures for death and rules and procedures for everything. Right. And uh, that's right. And I, 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 Louisiana, per capita, before uh, John Bell Alberts, executed more people than, than anybody in the United States. Before yeah. The Tex- well, I mean, Texas has a bigger population and more people on death row, but per capita, we did. And, you know, it is what it is, however you feel about it. Um, that's, we're just telling you straight-up facts and the laws and the rules and the procedures
0: that's right
1: pretty crazy pretty crazy and it's gonna be coming back up soon yeah so, yep and then I think will uh and I, I' never
0: got to witness one um interesting yeah 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 so, yeah. so uh you ain't got to witness one but you might have put oh, a couple I'll people I'll there I put them there yeah. matter of fact I know you did
1: yeah I, I did <laughs> that and 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 but it yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. So.
0: Well, everybody well, pays for it eventually. That's
1: right. For well, their, you're going to pay for it one way or another. Yeah. Whether you're facing your maker or, or facing that table in, in the execution room. Amen but to that. we want to say thank you to our sponsors. We want to yes. say thank you to our patron members. We love y'all. Shout um, out to Factor and Hello yeah, Fresh, Factor man. They've Hello been with us for a long time. In both great meal deals, man. It, yeah. it, uh I mean, yeah, you know, it's just love, and we appreciate them. But our patron members, we love y'all, and we thank you so much. Show couldn't run without you. I'm actually going to record something this week. Uh, um, Jim carried me last week. I had something come up, and but I'm going to put up a little something that I have a little knowledge on. Um, I think it's going to blow your mind. You are going to yeah. drop yeah. a little knowledge, a little for, little the
0: knowledge the for the patron member? A little, a little bonus little, episode? Yeah, a little bonus little bonus speakage
1: about right. stuff that you don't know, and maybe some places you won't be going anymore, whether well, yeah. I, I tell you about it.
0: Yeah. So love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah, and look, uh, if you're a local to the Baton Rouge Livingston, really the Louisiana area, right. if you're local to Louisiana and you're interested in uh, sponsoring the show, uh, we have some special things that we're doing just for local businesses. Absolutely. So reach out to me. Uh, you can just uh, you can shoot me a message on Facebook, or you can email Bloody at gmail.com, yeah. and, uh, and I'll follow up with you and, and give you and the information. Remember, y'all, this. I mean, I, we can
1: give you numbers all day long on how podcasts are now the new medium people go to because it's on demand entertainment. And they they can do it whenever. But hey, we won best history podcast in the world this year. Yep. The People's Choice Award, which is huge. We have a huge listener base and very, very loyal fans. So And we, hey, and Jim started out with local leaders. We started yep. out with the Paint Podcast first within the local leaders. Yep. And every business you know, has, has its own story, but we also, we believe in your product.
0: We, we want to promote it and let everybody right. know about it. That's so. right. That's right. So, Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. Your host of Bloody Angola. A podcast 142 years in the making. Complete story of
1: America's bloodiest prison. Peace. Peace.
0: I walk a straight line, shackle and chained,
1: oh, old is calling my
0: name, there is no mercy in this penitentiary, just ask the
1: hillstring string gang, Wrangler.